Hey guys, it's a great day to live for Jesus. My name is Pastor Mike Grover, and this is the In the Word podcast, a twice-weekly devotional journey through the New Testament, where together we will stop, look, and learn what the Lord has to say to us today. In the Word today, we are in Matthew chapter number 20, and this is the incredible parable of the servants in the vineyard. And man, I have titled this devotion today, just the illogic of grace. And just looking at the background, it says in verse one, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man that's a householder or a landowner, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers in his vineyard. And when he agreed with the laborers for a penny or a denarius a day, which was a day's wages, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour, nine o'clock in the morning, and he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, go also into the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. And they went their way. Again, he went out about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, so noon and three in the afternoon, and he did likewise. And about the 11th hour, five o'clock at night, he went out and he found others standing idle. And he said to them, why are you standing here all the day idle? And they said to him, because no man has hired us. He says unto them, go also into the vineyard and whatever is right, that will you receive. So when the evening was come, the Lord of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers, give them their hire or their wages, beginning from the last until the first. And when they came that were hired about the 11th hour at five o'clock at night, they received a denarius, they received a penny, they received a full day's wage. But when the first came, they supposed that they would have received more and likewise they received a full day's wage, a denarius, what they agreed to. And when they had received it, they murmured against the good man of the house, the landowner, saying these last have worked but one hour and you've made them equal with us, which have borne the burden in the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, friend, I do you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius for a day's wage? Take what is yours and go your way. I will give to this last even as unto you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with my own? Is your eye evil or jealous because I am good? So the last shall be first and the first shall be last for many be called, but few are chosen. So this parable, you really, in order to understand it, you have to understand the context of what happened just before it. Just before it, in the last chapter, in our last devotion, we talked about the rich young ruler who went away sorrowful from Jesus because he had so much riches. And Jesus told his disciples, hardly will a rich man ever enter into the kingdom of God. And then Peter asked him a question right after that. In chapter 19 and verse 27, Peter said, we have forsaken all and followed you. What shall we have therefore? So basically saying, hey, this guy went away and didn't serve you because of his possessions, but Lord, we did. What are we going to get out of serving you? And Jesus says, after some detail, in verse 29, he says this, everyone that has forsaken houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake will receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. But then he said this, but many that are first shall be last and the last shall be first. 
So he ends the parable of the laborers in the vineyard with the exact thing he said to Peter. Many that are first shall be last and the last shall be first. So basically Peter's question was this, what are we going to get out of serving you? And Jesus's answer is everyone's going to get something, but maybe not the way you think it should be. Why? Because Jesus is Lord. You see, you get this parable, right? You heard the story. Man, the guy owns this property. He's got some work that needs to get done. And about six o'clock early in the morning, he goes and he finds some people and basically he signs a contract with them. You work a full day's wage, I'm got a full day's work, I'm going to give you a full day's wage. I'm going to give you one denarius. And basically they shook the hand as it were. They signed the contract and they began to do exactly what he said he would give them and they did exactly what they said they would do. But then he's going out throughout the day and he's gathering all these other laborers, but he doesn't agree to a price with them. He says, I'll give you whatever is right. I'll give you whatever is right. I'll give you whatever is right. And then he comes to the guy, it's five o'clock at night and the same thing. And then when he comes time to paying, man, the people that served him under obligation, they got exactly what he said he'd give them. And everyone else were probably blown away that even though they didn't work a full day's wage, he still gave them a full day work. He still gave them a full day's wage. So the first got what they agreed to. They were serving out of debt, obligation, contract, legal, and they got exactly what they agreed to. The last, let's skip the nine o'clock, 12 o'clock, three o'clock, let's jump like Jesus did right to the five o'clock because that's the most absurd and illogical of all of it. The last got what was right by the Lord. He said, whatever is right, I will give to you. No contract, no set price, no agreed upon. You see, the last got what was right by the land owner. They served out of trust and out of grace, and they were not disappointed. So here's the contrast. Those that serve out of duty and obligation, the legal relationship to God, versus those that serve out of faith and grace and trust, the grace way of serving God. Now, look at verse 7, because it's the most, like I said, the illogical of all. It's irrational, but it's amazing. You would think he goes to these people, it's five o'clock at night, there's only an hour's worth of work left. And he says, why are you standing here idle? And they said, no one's hired us. He said, go now. You would have thought, logic would have said, he would have said, well, you come by my house in the morning and I'll have a day's wage for, I'll have a day's work for you tomorrow. It's the end of the day, right? So logic would have been come in the morning. But grace says, no, go right now. There's no one too far. There's no one... uh, too unworthy. There's no one too beyond the reach of grace. He says, go right now. You see, grace not only sends them now and not only pays them the same, but in the parable, they actually get paid first. The first are, the last are first. Man, that just doesn't make sense. You see, duty says, I got cheated because I didn't get more. Grace says, 
I got something I didn't deserve at all. I deserved nothing. You see the different spirit and heart of serving the Lord? Peter says, Lord, we've forsaken all. What are we going to get out of it? Jesus says, everyone's going to be made right, Peter, but maybe not the way you think. You see, we don't live for God out of a set price of what we will get out of it. This is a total disregard of grace. In grace, we serve him by trusting that he is good and he will do more than right by me. You see, duty served out of an obligation and a contract. Grace serves out of trust in who God is and his goodness. So the question this morning is this, how do you approach your service to the Lord? Is it obligation? Is it duty? Is it get what I deserve? Or is it grace? Is it trust? Is it guess, get whatever he gives me? Is it love? You see, when we serve the Lord out of a heart of love, man, three things happen. Number one, we get more than we deserve. Man, isn't that obvious in this parable? Number two, when we serve out of grace, we don't compare to what others are getting. You see, they suppose they would have gotten more. And they murmured and they complained. And what was their complaint? They said, you made them equal with us. Man, isn't what that what duty does? Even though it says it's trusting the Lord, it says, you know what? I'm better than them. It's kind of like the older brother with the prodigal son there, right? So out of grace, we don't compare with others are getting. We get more than we deserve. And in the end, you know what? We rejoice in the outcome. Now, this parable doesn't tell us the emotion of those who got more than they deserved, but you can imagine, man, if you come and work for an hour and someone gives you a full day's page, you are pay, you are psyched about it. But it does tell us the attitude of the others, murmuring, complaining, thinking they should have. Man, you know what they're getting out of their service for God? Man, nothing. Just a bunch of murmuring and complaining, just a legal contract and obligation but under grace we rejoice in the outcome because man we know we deserve nothing at all you see in god's way it's all grace and man we get so much more than we deserve and many that are first are last but the last are always first and here's the thing when we stand before the lord we should all see ourselves as the last one, right? There shouldn't be any of us that see ourselves as the first that's being shortchanged. Every one of us at our reward should think someone else should come first and someone else deserves more than we deserve because that is the humility of grace, you see. So the word for the day is serve the Lord out of trust today, out of delight for who he is. Don't hold back because you will never be disappointed in Him. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey together through the New Testament.